Welcome yeah. everybody to the. Are we going straight into? Yeah, it? Why not? To the X, Y, and Z podcast. Uh, I'm here, Harry Fox, with my main man Christian Breaker. Hello. I got Dean Ira. Hey. And today we're we're joined by special guest Frank. Frank. <laughs> he doesn't even have a last name, but I'm very impressed by your podcast voice. It's nice. I like it. What's his last name, man? Richter. Frank Richter. Oh, you're lucky. I know. <laughs> he saved you. He saved you. Frank Richter. Very Frank Richter, right a, a, a friend from comedy. We do comedy together sometimes. He His career is like shooting What's the difference between a comedian and a friend from comedy? In the English scene, Frank is like... We're ah! We're on a level. <laughs> We're on a level on English, but Frank is his career I think is you're exploding. Way better in English than I am. <laughs> also, I wouldn't say my career is exploding, but you said I should. You got an hour. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> I got three because I have two solo shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do a routine with a bamboo flute, so that shows <laughs> okay, you <all> right. how <laughs> far <laughs> I'm willing to go. Well, I think it's just one step up from a ukulele. To I know, I know, <laughs> but somehow you have to entertain Central Switzerland, you know. <laughs> With <laughs> 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 a block float. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Bamboo flute. Bamboo flute. Uh, everyone can play a recorder, but not a bamboo flute. Well, so a, n- no one actually can. So this is why it sounds so shit, the recorder. Oh, you think so? Uh, it, it's the most horrible. It's, it's, it's like a whistle to make parents cringe. Did you have to play one? When yeah, you of were course. Oh, okay. And <laughs> what did you actually want to play? Trumpet. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and did you ever later? No. Uh. <laughs> no, of course not. I, I started hating music so much. Uh-huh. When I had to play the recorder, I, I smashed the, f- the flute. <laughs> that sound drives young people so crazy that they stop it's pursuing music. Why the fuck? All the Mozarts we could have had if they didn't give Every us a Every single recorder. fucking teacher that I had had this illusion, including <laughs> my mother, that uh, the recorder actually trains you for music. No. It fucking doesn't. No, but uh, no. it's weird. I, I do respect that you develop the body for trumpet, even if you don't play trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I was you thinking would, the same thing, but not would. an asshole enough to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Frank. Like, no, okay. hold up. Are you just going to these podcasts, fucking raw dogging, no lube, nothing, just straight in there every time? I'm going straight in because <laughs> my two podcasting buddies of like well we only have exactly 47 seconds to record a podcast that's not and true I'm here making sure it happens you so. wanted to watch one of the longest fucking movies on earth i didn't fucking check that that God. didn't even fit that, that your choice all right so because well, i've seen the <laughs> other one he proposed <laughs> the concept the concept for today but we, we've got to get a bit of background on frank but the concept today we watched a movie and we'll <laughs> reveal the movie in a moment and you know and and so we're going to have a little bit of a review of the movie but first of all frank Tell us about yourself. For those people, wow. for those <laughs> people, wow. <laughs> for the right. faster you talk, Harry, this is not going to make the podcast better. For those people that are, are not in Switzerland, because everyone knows you. Because this is, a, uh, but it goes. So? This goes worldwide. All right. Well, wow. To, to fifteen people. Hello, world. Oh, hello, <laughs> North Korea. So nice to finally speak to you guys. That's where all our fans are from. <laughs> and China. Yeah, yeah. They're m- yeah. being forced to work. <laughs> be That's part great. of the torture. Um, yeah, so I, I do comedy. I'm an author. And I host a TV show that no one watches. <laughs> that when, no, it's not true. My mom watches it. When did you begin with comedy, actually? Um, when was six years ago. Six years ago. Right. Okay. 2016. And uh, before that, I was writing jokes for Swiss comedians that present those on TV. 
Wait, you started as a joke writer first. Yeah, I started as a writer first. Yeah, that's fascinating. How how did you start writing jokes? Like not even trying them on stage or anything? Uh, no, I had a satire website where I would put out fake news, and that worked pretty well. And then I thought, well, <laughs> well I know yes. how to write jokes. <laughs> so you are you are to be blamed for everything that happened mm. in right. the last ten years. <laughs> no, it was always funny if people took them for serious. That's so great, you know, that's because. <laughs> It was so obvious that um, that they're fake. Like I remember, and also the best part was the outrage. Sometimes people would get so ugly. Like I would say, uh, power outage in dark room. One hundred twenty gay guys in total panic, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then people were like, "This is so rude." And then you know, like writing stuff like, oh, "I was looking for my contact lenses," <laughs> and I couldn't find them. Just silly stuff like that. <laughs> and anyway, there was this one friend I studied with. He worked for SRF for Chaco Bomulu. Uh-huh. And I always that was a late night show. Late night show on yeah. Swiss Television, like the most famous one ever. Actually, my daughter was on Jacobo Miller. She was very briefly for about half. What a, did she do? Half a second. She was in the audience. Ah, wow! Okay. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> right. She was at the recording. She was not. I know that far I got as well. All right. And then um, I always wanted to be a writer for them because that was like the only comedy show that needed writers, and they had a big pool. And he said, "No, there's no way I can get you in." And then that show. I don't know if it was canceled or if they stopped one of the two of them. And then they had three new shows on TV and they desperately needed writers for the other three. And then I started writing for two of them. First, where they um, they pay you per joke they take. And I remember you got 70 bucks for a joke. And the first show I wrote for, they took three or four jokes, but really shitty ones. And I was, oh, crap. And then... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to write more jokes, so I bought a book. Oh, we can tell that to your listeners. It's called yeah. The Comedy Bible by Judy something. Judy Carter. Yeah. Judy Carter. It's a Harry is a book. massive fan yeah. of that. Yeah. And so in that book, it says, even if you don't want to be on stage, you should try it once so people know what it feels like to work with your, with your material. And I had a lot of leftover jokes that they didn't need for the <laughs> show. So, jokes. so I thought, I'm going to do those, you know? Yeah. And that's <laughs> how I started <laughs> performing. Did they have an expiry date as well? Your they leftover were really jokes? shitty, <laughs> like <laughs> shitty puns and stuff. And then I realized, oh, there was a reason they didn't take those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was there a point, though, a tipping point where you, you wrote the joke? It was so badly delivered. You're like, that's it. Yeah. Like, because uh, in the book, it said. Um, always put the word that makes people laugh at the end of the sentence <sighs> and like the the host said it like in the middle of the sentence and i thought you're ruining the joke it's uh <laughs> what are you doing and you've been doing this professionally for i don't know 25 years yeah yeah and that's yeah. hard to craft in german as well like it's really it's you come up with weird sentences because you try to push that word yeah, further yeah. down the sentence that's my excuse why I don't succeed in German <laughs> comedy, by the way. It's like it's so it's hard. Not, the language is not made for comedy. <laughs> it's not. Neither is Swiss German. It's not yeah. made for much. <laughs> Apart from very accurate descriptions. And then um, after, I think, writing for, 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 for one year, um, they took me into the regular writing staff where you didn't get paid per joke, but per hour you sat there. And that was the way better deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, oh, that's another hour. <laughs> and yeah, and, and uh, what, what was really fascinating is that even the professionals, you know how they, in the book it says, out of 10 jokes, nine fall flat. And that happens even with professionals. There's so much shit 
you thought, wow, they they've been writers for years. It must everything they come up with must be funny, but no, it's a lot of crap. Who's the big filter in wow. these rooms, in these writer rooms in in Switzerland? Usually the host. The host? Yeah, he chooses in the end, and uh, sometimes he would be present at the brainstorming or joke writing, and sometimes he would not. Well, that's why Stephen Colbert is just not funny. He probably also chooses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's quite funny. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I beg to differ. Do you, do you, <laughs> without naming names, do you have any hosts that would like freak out and throw things and shout? No, they were. That was very they were very friendly. And <laughs> oh, you mean the Hollywood of of Seebach? <laughs> yeah, I want the. I want the. Uh, you want the scandal? <laughs> exactly the uh, the Swiss scandal. <laughs> no, there there was none. It's just. Sometimes it was very obvious the host wouldn't like the guest and he would tell us like, oh, shit, we have this fucker on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's uh, because they have to plug a new album like Gulle or something. Yeah, <laughs> right, something <laughs> like that. And also, whenever they had a guest and pretended to do something spontaneously, it was always scripted. Yeah. Always. Like, of I, course, I remember one time one of the guests called me and said, oh, shit, they want to do a comedy, something like I need to come up with a funny answer uh here are the three questions can you send me like 10 or f 10 to 15 jokes in the next 20 minutes are you like, for okay. real yeah and it's a it's a very famous <laughs> person who did that where you would think why doesn't he come up with his own stuff he's supposed well, to he's be famous funny. now so he doesn't have to yeah, maybe or that's they, it, yeah they don't have to anymore but i felt flattered you know like, oh uh, out of all the people he calls <laughs> me <laughs> oh he needs yeah. three roger federer jokes it was <laughs> funny actually by coincidence i was literally listening to this uh the speech by Stuart lee the english comedian mm -hmm. was talking about the evolution of comedy that in england you had originally you just people would share jokes so, you know, there'd be like a list of jokes. And he said there was one show where all the comedians were on where they actually had to put used jokes had to be written up on a on a blackboard so people wouldn't repeat them. Then it got into the stage where people started writing their own jokes. Wait, but can, then, I, but can I just say that this is one of the most English attitudes to joke writing? Is like there is a specific set of jokes, like the world. Yeah, a there's a specific set of world that we will own, and no <laughs> then one, no one, we strike them off yeah. one by one. <laughs> no one owned jokes by then. They people got inspired by the Americans. Then it's gone back to like I don't know, like Chris Rock or whoever, big comedians who are probably not writing any of their material at all. So we're back. It's like gone full circle of I'm comedians. Glad you, I'm glad you prefaced this telling, with the probably. Telling mm. jokes. I probably. Mean, because you don't have a time. You just kind of, I mean, who who actually... They do. They work out all the time, apparently. I mean, when may, I say work out, that's slang in comedy. Maybe for Chris Rock <laughs> does. Mic. But I mean, I mean, like if you, if you hit a certain celeb level... Yeah, uh, but I also think if you do a TV show... You don't have time. You need a lot of throwaway jokes, and it's yeah, yeah. let's say it's a it has a monologue in the beginning, so you need six minutes of throwaway jokes every week. You don't have time to to come up with them on your own, or you're you're not even interested in those. Yeah, TV is very yeah, different true. to stand up in general, right? Yeah. So it's it's not about crafting a good set. It's just getting with what's currently happening. It's a lot of in the moment right. type of jokes, and and also. Um, if if you need writers for your own stand-up show, then usually you can tell because it's the stuff that everyone does, you know, like dating and airplane food and all this where you don't really need to know anything about the person or don't really need an attitude. Okay, yeah, I have sure. I have a, 
I have something about this, about a Swiss German comedian. Mm -hmm. No names will be named. Mm -hmm. um, very famous. There is okay. about five. Uh -huh. um, Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> um, he, he was touring Switzerland. This is years ago. This must have been um, maybe his 10th hour by that point. And okay. um, I'm, I was not doing comedy. I was not in comedy at all. I was going to see this. But the way that the set was written, it had clear different bits, but they were so disjointed uh. that he first started talking about a girlfriend, then a wife, yeah. and then an ex-wife. <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't hold true to the story at all. It, uh -huh. it, this could have been said by anyone well, it's like, like it, jimmy carr you know, yeah one sentence he has a girlfriend and the next he doesn't <laughs> well yeah but uh, jimmy carr at least he keeps it to the joke and yeah. this guy was trying to tell a story through the whole uh, hour and you just realize no that's clearly someone else who's written that bit it's also funny there's like three famous joke writers in switzerland you would go to if you needed let's say you do a stand-up special and you're like write me an hour then those like there are three names everyone knows and I heard <laughs> the that Max Martins of uh, Swiss comedy. The Max comedy. Martins of Swiss comedy. <laughs> and one of them writes routines and then workshops them to people. Like if comedian A doesn't take it, he'll try to sell it to comedian B. And then it goes down wow. the list. And I know comed I know one comedian C who took three of those routines. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this How, is the Negro Beach version. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but, but it's the same with songs, you know, songs yeah, also sure. are presented to different artists and then they pass on them. Yeah, I've, I've been to venues where my comedy was treated exactly the same way as songs. <laughs> that <laughs> audience didn't want it, so you tried it with the next one. It was just like background noise. But Frank, give me, give me some perspective on that because like for me, a big part of the joy of comedy is actually writing the material and it's being alone and miserable and having mm. getting a funny idea and developing that. Like why... Is it just purely cash grab? For is me just, or for them? No, for some some generic comedian that's doing it. No, <laughs> Obviously uh, you, I, Frank, but this is why you're yeah. sitting here in right. this, you. this podcast. Uh, exactly. No, I think uh, one of them told me he likes to perform. He doesn't like writing. Because that's the part where you put in hours and hours and only little results. He wants immediate gratification. And that's... Yeah. That's... And okay, it's not fair it, enough. <laughs> he can write jokes. It's just he doesn't want to invest the hours. And also he doesn't really have a stage persona that is so specific. So basically anyone could write jokes for him as long as they have a set up punchline structure. Jesus Christ. That's yeah, okay. Fair enough. But it's not a bad thing. I mean if you if if that person says I see this as a business and um, I don't care about what I talk on stage as long as people like it. Okay, I guess if you, I can respect it if you see it as a business, but I mean, basically, you're just a muppet for someone, someone's jokes. You're basically like the person. Well, you're a very good you're performer. A, you're still editing, though. You're, you're still editing the jokes that are being written for you. And you come up with the topics. I, okay, fair enough. You're hating this very... I fucking hate it. <laughs> I... Like, seriously, because there's something about where you connect with a bit that you wrote, where there's, like, emotion and a bunch of stuff in there because it's something that you, that's you. you is genuinely yeah, but it's a very authentic. British uh, look at stand-up comedy because here something can be a comedy show but not 
specifically about that person. I mean, if you go and watch Divertimento, it's two guys that play characters and it's sketch comedy. Yeah. Okay. So a Swiss audience, they don't care if it's true or if it's from you. It can, as long as, as it's funny, then they're going to like it. Fair enough. And apparently the three guys that have been written sw writing Swiss comedy for <laughs> the, the last, the, what, 20 years? That wrote everything that every Swiss person <laughs> laughed at for 20 <laughs> years. Mm. Jesus. That is a bizarre position I to think be this in. Is, no, this explains exactly why the, we are so kind of slow. <laughs> uh, I really had to choose my words here. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, but the Germans had the same thing. You know, yeah, like that's If you true. look at German comedy in the 90s, it was all characters like Atze and Otto. Otto no one was being a real person on stage yeah I don't know I mean the thing is, I, to me it's just it's Harry just, you're sometimes too real it's just yeah but it just produces like like stuff that is like it's like chewing McDonald's it's just like generic entertainment that goes in and comes out isn't that some it's like it feels void that some people need I guess, but so I mean, bullshit. Yeah, especially companies at Christmas time. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we need to. We all need some. I, I had some companies that uh, they looked at my material, you know, the stuff that's online, and say, "Oh, could you please not talk about homosexuals and <laughs> um, Jehovah's Witnesses? I know we have some in the company, and they would what? feel offended." Jehovah, gay Jehovah's Witnesses? No, not not the combination <laughs> of the two of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you don't. You won't find those. No, I was <laughs> just wondering. He's like, that would be fucking crazy. <laughs> there must be one at least, one in the world. <laughs> just knocking on doors. It's like, oh, you don't want... But, but wait. You don't but want the out, word of he, God. But, but, but how about... Out? Would you like something else? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that you, Harry? That's a Jehovah's Witness. You got to double your, double your option. You should try when they knock on your door next time. You're like, I'm not really interested in God, but you, you fancy a shack. <laughs> They nail Jesus to I'm a not wooden not cross. Not even that, just I'm not holding up a dinger. Just going like, I'm not into the word of God, but I'm into the mouth of God. Okay. Cool, that was a fun... Did you feel... Did we cover your comments? <laughs> wow. My, my, <laughs> my uh, career, really yeah. Plug, plug your show real quick uh, the, now before we lose uh, any more okay. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, so if you're an international listener... Feel free, free to fly to Switzerland to watch my German-speaking <laughs> comedy show yeah. called right. Blah Blah Land, where um, yeah, it's I talk great, about it's a great how, show. How how did you come up with that idea for the? Title? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> my my director said you talk a lot about movies. You should make something with movies. Now, okay, great segue. So, since how like this is a thing for do this podcast it, like you would we talked about it many times and it's been hard to organize we're finally here you always wanted to do watch a movie and then talk about it like yes like like you have like a, a massive love of movies like like it, uh, like tell I us about do. your love of I, I it's used above to, and beyond so i started working as an usher at the age of ah. 15 and that's when my love for the movies and the movie theater started Wow. And uh You weren't yeah. scared off by like the blue light shirt in a movie theater? Was a young by usher? What? A blue light? Sure. Blue lights? Have you never taken a blue light to cinema as an usher? 
Oh, we don't have those. Oh, thank oh, God. you mean the black light? <laughs> yeah, the black light. No, Sorry. we didn't have those. Our <laughs> movie theater didn't even have popcorn. <laughs> I started working at the... Oh, you worked at in Rappi. Rappersville, oh, which is a fuck. small town. And we had the first movie theater in Switzerland. Uh, the oldest one, basically, that wow. was in Rappersville, 1918. That's when it started. Wow. Did it still have an organ? Uh, I think in the beginning it did, yeah. I mean, n not while I was working there, okay. there it was gone, but if you look at old pictures, I think it did. Was it in an old church or something? No. They no. just had an no, organ, background no, music. No, th that was a thing. Uh, during the time when, when movies started, there was no soundtrack. Oh, so, so they somebody had was live playing. Someone was playing live the organ to the movie. Oh, it's, it's like all the, hmm. the legit old Hollywood movies. I thought they just put a record on it, like a big... Na no. It was it was full blown organ sound. Oh, I thought also maybe it was just quiet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, it took it took Jimmy Savile to figure out the part. <laughs> oh, I watched yeah. it on Netflix. It was horrible. Uh, yeah, so and then I, I hosted a TV show that was called What to Watch, in which I would recommend movies, and I had to watch a lot of movies for that show in oh, order wow. to recommend them. And some of them, you know, the show was well, it was sponsored by a big Swiss streaming provider. So at some point, they're like, well, we don't care about your taste. You're going to talk about this movie and you're going to say it's good. Uh, <laughs> so you, became a, you became a corporate whore. You sold yeah, out. and then you had to like find... Because I couldn't say... like I told my co-host, I can't say this is a good movie. It was really shit. So <laughs> I would say something like, yeah, I thought... What I really enjoyed were all the neon lights in the background. They were really... <laughs> They really captured the nightlight of Tokyo or something <laughs> like that, but uh, the story still was shit. Yeah, but uh, that was the best part. You you were getting paid to watch movies. It also, fun. like so, as an usher, you would see like a movie ten, fifteen times at least, because it was not a multiplex. We just had one screen, so I would <laughs> watch. And uh, the best thing was back then there was not even digital projection, so the, you had to change the reels. Not me, but the, the I don't know how it's called. Projection, the operator, projectionist, yeah. uh, a projectionist, Beach and he okay. smoked a lot of weed. So when we uh, had Harry Potter on, he accidentally mixed up those. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly he played the end of the movie somewhere in the middle oh and yeah. then the kids started running to the to the cash desk and were crying and said something's wrong with the movie i read the book this is this is supposed to be at the end and then they had to stop the movie and everyone got their money back oh my god <laughs> oh dude it can't happen anymore now because it's all digital that's cool so okay so we watched a movie and uh, you, you, so we're going to pull on your skills to like, you're not allowed to say anything bad about this movie. All right. <laughs> so we watched a movie with Liam Neeson, who, of course, is a legend as an actor. <laughs> and I mean, the guy is 70 years old and he's still. Uh, yeah, you couldn't tell in yeah, the movie. Yeah, you couldn't tell. He's still doing his own driving and punching. And <laughs> so this movie had a lot of twists, which I really enjoyed. It's, uh, it was with a couple of famous people Monica Bellucci <laughs> and Clive Owen. Uh, Guy uh, Pierce. Uh, Guy Pierce, sorry. Yeah, Guy but Pierce. nevertheless, great actor. Interchangeable. What yes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> classical Liam Neeson. I, it's, it's all there. The, the voice, the catchy one-liners. <laughs> it's uh, it's great. It also had a, a, a nice hand signature by the director uh, called Martin Campbell. Oh, the James Bond the director. The James Bond director. Yes. He, he, uh, he's the director who did Goldeneye. He did. And ah. um, if 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 you're now thinking about the movie, there is a murder scene in a, on a boat in a bedroom on a boat, which is a, a ah. Campbell thing. 
Yeah, Xenia Onatop. Xenia Onatop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Just this time, not with the pillow. Rather. Yeah, it was basically a James Bond movie in <laughs> Old El Paso. <laughs> with, uh, what was it? Old El Paso, Texas. Texas. Uh, Texas. It's 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 so great. They basically hired a bunch of European or European adjacent actors pretending to be Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you guys seen Rome, the TV series, the HBO series Rome? Yeah, yeah. The the, the a lot of fucking a lot of fucking. Yeah. The sheriff in this movie here was fuck yes. Titus Pullo. He's the, he's, the he's chief but, gladiator. He's the chief but gladiator and chief rapist. Maybe <laughs> maybe someone should explain the plot. Otherwise, you're losing listeners. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah, go yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're wondering about what is... But if you get the chance uh, to <laughs> somehow illegally download that movie, you should go for it. Don't pay for it. Memory. <laughs> Memory. <laughs> it's legal in Switzerland. Too it is, download. of course. Now, what's the name so of the movie anyway? Memory. <laughs> 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 I've already forgotten. <laughs> um, so the movie starts uh, with a disheveled Liam Neeson sitting in a shitty car. A fresh 70-year-old. Yeah. Liam Neeson. (laughs) (laughs) I could hear the fucking arthritis. (laughs) They had to edit that out, I'm sure. Mm. (laughs) Just him talking to himself. Do I have a line in this? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even have to act that he has Alzheimer's. No. I was was just expecting some, like, walking aid (laughs) outside of the car. (laughs) It's like a Tom Cruise situation where they box it out, you know? You guys know that they put Tom Cruise in a box, right? Oh, what? for him to look bigger <laughs> in yeah, movies? Yeah, to look taller. I, I, it's uh, in his contract. I know. And also, they rebuild sets um, <laughs> with scenes where just he's in. Yeah. And they make everything like 30% smaller. <laughs> so yeah. It's true. Because <laughs> I interviewed a Swiss singer. And they used the set that Tom Cruise used in his movie. And he said Giant. The, the, the same set was built right next to it. And everything was in normal size. <laughs> and then we had the, the short size I wonder how they one. worked out a 30% shorter version. Like They were like, how tall does Tom Cruise want to look? There's, He's like 6'4". 6'4". They make guy. smaller steps <laughs> yeah. and stairs and stuff. There's one set designer. He's the genius on yeah. reducing sets by 30%. He's had a career on his Tom His next Cruise. job was in Lord of the Rings. Those hobbits look fucking Wow. Right. That's <laughs> fucking <laughs> All right, so, okay, let me throw the first synopsis of plot. you got Liam Neeson. He's a paid killer. He kills people in the movie, but then he runs into pedophiles. Hey. And and then he discovers that he's not actually a paid uh, killer, but he's actually Liam Neeson, who never does things to children. It was also a girl. He it was a young yeah, girl a that young he had girl. to protect. So. He flips. He chooses the... It's a, it's a bit like Star Wars, actually. He switches to <laughs> <laughs> the Force. Yeah. He joins with what's his face, not Clive Owens. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. How hard they is it? They kind of become buddies, and then and then we we got so bored of the movie by the end, we didn't even. They watch the kind finish. of become buddies just because they didn't shoot each other. That's yeah. <laughs> all right. And then and then you had Fat Monica Bellucci tossed in as. Don't her. you dare. She wasn't fat. She was fat, motherfuckers. That like hot Monica Bellucci Matrix. Go take a I'm side sorry by side. I'm sorry she doesn't stand up to your standards. She was you know, from 25 years ago. She was yeah, from from what 150 years ago. How old is she? And how old are you at this she, point? She looks like, as I said in the movie, she's uh, she's clearly got diabetes. She's a beautiful and woman. medication. How dare you? And she looks face. like a healthy, cute Italian woman. 
Exactly. I wonder what you're going to look like 70. at her age. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you already look like her age now. I'm going to look like so Liam Neeson. Did this movie maybe. have any problems? Because I wrote some down, but I'm only supposed to it say positive things so about this movie. <laughs> so, many so many problems. So many problems. So, okay. Let me start with this. The, you can say anything you want. Now. Let, no, you go let, ahead. Let me start with one of the... It's It's not necessarily a problem, but it's something that I love about these type of... Let's call them B or C movies. It's the laser pointer and silencer combo. Uh. <laughs> it's just, he, he gets a gun, he gets a gun, and he has get a full flashed laser pointer and the silencer. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck He's yeah. 70. It's back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I saw some problems before that. Like, there's not one likable character that has any goal. It's just people do but there's stuff. No purpose. But there's no purpose no. in nothing they do, and no one's likable. Like you don't root for anyone in this movie. <laughs> and Not it, even for Liam. And I'm annoyed by this because they had the budget and the cast. Yeah, hundred percent. They, they sh- that should have been a fucking. Stin- movie. They were just stingy on the on the script, I guess. Liam Neeson needed a funny sidekick. Yeah, like back to Star Wars, like a little shitty robot. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a like a Chris uh, Chris Tucker in Rush Hour Three. You know, <laughs> like someone funny. Yeah, but this, at least. in this, in this time someone it would cool. be fluffy, like the, the the Mexican drug cartel. They needed a black person. <laughs> Another problem. There was a lack of they them. Had, but they, they had a Mexican guy. Oh yeah, one Mexican dude. Another another in problem. Texas, they had t- <laughs> they, fucking liars. <laughs> they had too many major characters in the cast, like the that Mexican dude and the Mexican-looking women that were working for police. Yeah, like, they were pointless. They just tossed them out of the script, and I think they figured it out halfway through the movie <laughs> that they. But like the woman, she was just there to explain names. Yes, like Hugo Fuentes. He is the guy in Miami who's like with John Bolabocchi, and yeah. like, and you just give up trying to follow what the fuck is happening with it. <laughs> also, I've never seen a movie where. Glass breaks so easily. Windows, toilets, uh, car car windows. Everything just breaks as soon as Liam touches it. It reminded me of Die Hard so bad. It's just like, shoot the glass. It was kind of that moment. I have a lot of experience in um, archery effects and editing. And some of my friends work in the film industry. And it's so, like, from someone from that perspective, it's so easy to see the shoddy effects. Because once you go into the YouTube rabbit hole of how to do this in After Effects, you can see where they get it from. Oh, they and get like, it from there as well? Yeah, oh. you can, it's all the same. Or like they'll do it and then YouTube will copy it, you know, to show ah, you how to. Okay. So there was one shot that I found hilarious, which was the exploding, exploding car in the car park. Mm-hmm. So in order not to show that in an expensive way, they did this really wide-angle shot for no reason. Yeah, just the sound. <laughs> just, just the sound. And then the little explosion on the corner of the building. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this tiny, like five pixels. Yeah. Just small, I didn't even spot that. <laughs> was so, I was it. literally looking for yeah. it. It was like my where is Waldo moment <laughs> on the screen. It's like, where's the fucking explosion? Oh, that's the parking garage there. <laughs> and there, were, there were bits that were... I, I like the bit. Actually, where the guy got shot on the running machine. Yeah, and then no one gave a fuck and carried on running, and there's right. a dead. But they, that's just America nowadays. I mean, yeah, it's Texas, right? But it was just a nice little moment. It's, it's like, like every that, school and that could days. have been a gym in Zurich as well. Like it totally would have worked the same way. Everyone's nope. in the zone. 
and they don't notice that somebody <laughs> got shot in the head. Yeah, it's almost as if America ignores kind of guns in general. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's no, no. only the ones people get shot. And nobody seems to give a fuck. <laughs> well, Very just accurate. another day in Texas. <laughs> God no. <laughs> but the, the the story plot, or basically the no motivation to do anything, really baffled me because they were trying to establish it with Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be the good cop, right? Right. And they, there was a uh, early on there was a picture of his family that is never mentioned in the movie until the very end where he explains why he at, is at length. based at length <laughs> yeah. a, a, a conversation that i completely would have clicked off all the, and, and yeah. then suddenly he's like oh yeah his wife got killed oh that's why he's doing all and this the, shit the characters are so two-dimensional <laughs> it's it's, it's just, yeah like the first scene where the guy comes there's like this mexican guy goes to a hospital and just behaving rude to everyone with without a reason just being a cocky asshole so liam has the right to kill him because then liam kills him right away in the first two minutes and they only show the character behaving that way so the audience goes like oh it's okay he killed him He's, yeah, he's that, that's exactly right. Because I thought that guy is going to yeah. kill someone, yeah, 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 and then Liam is going to protect that other person right. because he's Liam, yeah, right. And then the whole thing they set up, they set up so much shit, like that thing with the key and the car. Like I'm, I'm trying to think, is this memento? Like I would thought maybe there's it's, a bit. He of started memento. writing shit on his arm too. Yeah, yeah the Shutter Island vibe. And, and the whole writing on the arm was not used in any fucking Fuck way. Guy Pierce must have felt horrific from like, memento. It's the guy from Memento. Uh, he was in there? He yeah, was yeah, the he, guy ah. in Memento. I'm just <laughs> realizing this now as well. Oh it's just it's like, fucking hell. It's, it's true. And when you ask for his Lipton's iced tea, the iced tea, I said Lipton's, I don't know why. Iced tea, that's branding. <laughs> yeah, well, what the fuck was the deal with that yeah, drink? Right? He was uh, in one scene, she, they, or the, the waitress, whatever, brings in his drink and then she goes, anything else? And he goes, oh, yeah, uh, an iced tea. And everyone kind of freaks out. But the iced tea's there already. You know, it's kind of this like, it's a view of the director from Alzheimer's without knowing what Alzheimer's <laughs> is. <laughs> like, Ah, oh, he already had an iced tea. It was I there thought, already. I thought the whole scene was that he'd recognize her trying to poison him. No. I thought it was like, oh, that's a you poison drink. You thought way too much already into <laughs> that movie. I'm like, <laughs> it was, ah, it was, oh my God. <laughs> and it also, way there, there was this uh, lady he met down at the bar, at the hotel bar. Liam met this yeah, lady yeah, and yeah. Then they had a one night stand. And I think now he's looking too old to to pull off to like pull 35 off. year old women <laughs> who just throw themselves at him you know oh, she, <laughs> she was a she was she a, was a sex worker. working lady but what was great ah, what was great yeah. but the first one not the first one he it's, talked it was about the same, same lady, same lady. <laughs> oh and the fir- and the fir- but she was wearing different makeup or something. <laughs> what, what i thought was nice is that you when you just outed yourself on this yeah yeah all women look the same apparently <laughs> yeah. 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 I, li- I like the scene where he woke up in bed with her he's wearing a vest <laughs> like oh, yeah, true. <laughs> and she's spooning him yeah <laughs> like of course. And what's the problem with that, Harry? No, it's good cool because he, <laughs> he goes from like I'm fucking Liam Neeson, the yeah. badass, to like like I need someone to be my. He mommy. had to look vulnerable in that scene because he's having a nightmare. Uh, fair enough. There you go. 
Why don't you fucking <laughs> analyze some film for but once? But maybe we should <laughs> also mention that we didn't finish the movie. So maybe the last 20 minutes might be amazing. And and I don't, don't think, pretty sure I not. don't think that Liam finished either. This <laughs> is why she was spooning him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's plausible. <laughs> it's okay, Liam. It, it happens to the best of him. <laughs> but he has still a couple of those movies coming out. I saw some trailers on YouTube. He's There's at least me. three more coming. He's uh, milking the fuck out. Yeah, but oh, stop. but none of you guys saw the ice road. That was really, but but the thing with the ice road was it was so bad that it was already enjoyable. Whereas this, you know, this one was just bad. You didn't like any of the characters in the in the ice road. He's a trucker, and you you root for Liam, and they gave him an autistic brother, so he seems more vulnerable. And it's, mm, it's that's cute. an original story, right? Yeah, there. I know. <laughs> okay, so what? <laughs> <laughs> At what point in this movie did you realize this is going to be shit? Like I, I, I just for me, I think I twenty minutes. I was like, okay, mate. Like twenty when the cops had like a really long dialogue that didn't go anywhere <laughs> with a lot of names. I was like, this is shit. Why? That's <laughs> yeah, a bunch of names. And also, why? I mean. There's a the old El Paso <coughs> Police Department, and let's say it's Texas, so there's going to be at least fifty uh, killing sprees a day. But they <laughs> always, it's always the three same, the same guys, guys that show yeah. up at the, at the murder scene. Uh, El Paso apparently is just like five guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's still cowboy. And town. also, they go to three different. Um, what is it called? Tatort. Uh, uh, crime, crime scenes, crime scenes and realize oh it's, it was always Liam who did this yep <laughs> always the same guy it was very very quickly because yeah. apparently you used the same millimeter. caliber <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly no tape nothing no so, mm. <laughs> what you guys don't know is that Americans actually can't defend themselves because they're all carrying a weapon <laughs> so you don't need that many cops apparently ah uh, that's oh yeah, uh, yeah. 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 they Good just point. had to sift through the dead school children I, I was just wondering so <laughs> did any of you check the budget of this movie uh, all this blown movie, on Liam this clearly. movie had a budget uh, that's it, for sure it clearly had a budget but what did what was it blown on Liam a aside from like Monica Bellucci no <laughs> And then Liam. You mean her catering? <laughs> I think here's where they found here's where they Yeah, you're right. They they spent it on the cast and they weren't willing to commit to let's make this an old person's movie. So they threw in these young twats to, to make it like a, a movie for everyone. And that fucked it up big they time. They needed a bit of spunk. Because to me, honestly, you've seen the movie Heat. Like one thing that this movie lacked was a solid soundtrack. And if you'd had like that... <laughs> The soundtrack for Heat, you'd had What's His Face, the guy from Memento, and Liam Neeson. Guy uh, Pierce. Guy How Pierce. complicated is that name? I can't remember. It just falls in a black hole. Guy <laughs> Pierce, Liam Neeson, and they having this rivalry where they eventually become buddies. That that could have been a movie with Monica Bellucci giving them both a handjob. Like that, <laughs> Fuck that yeah. would have what been was Monica Bellucci, what is she in that movie? She's, she's a rich woman who runs a pedophile ring or what's her thing she protected her son because he's he a ran pedophile. the pedophile he's ring the pedophile. but what about uh, what is her job also why is she getting she botoxed in every scene it's <laughs> so weird <laughs> her, her job is to whisper all the time yeah. and, and it's be the sexiest whisper ever. to be ruthless but then she has this weird searching dude who tries to give her eternal life yeah like, what the fuck where, was where that whole that, that's that, nothing what, what the fuck did that have to do with that's, anything that's what she wanted contractually put into the movie 
just oh, to try and like so she got injections how. for free yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like at least the audience will know that i'm really old but i look great she didn't have that many lines either it, she had like she doesn't need lines what are you talking about <laughs> she's just high like that she's I... just gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay how, how would you fix this movie frank uh take out those two cops like that we don't need i mean maybe keep the mexican but the woman needs to go she's completely but useless i hated the mexican as well because that whole thing where he's explaining the evil of pedophiles i can I isolate no that sentence harry i hated the mexican as well <laughs> No, because do, do you remember the scene where he's going like and, I, and he's showing his necklace and like yeah. this girl and he it was completely unconvincing none of it it's like this was so bad and it no okay that is that is a very good observation there was a number of bar scenes a number of scenes where people would go and drink and it was the most unloving situation ever portrayed in a movie in terms of like at least appreciate the drink like there there was nothing Every single time, Did like they even but, drink. Yeah, Liam was drinking whiskey with the yeah. lady of the night. He didn't fucking enjoy the spoken, drink. Spoken like a true alcoholic. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I, I know. I know my my boozy movies. Like every single time, when when you see cops going to a bar, at least show it right. Mm. But they, they 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 had one shot of tequila. At least show they were like a fuck ton of bottles on there. Like what? It was the cleanest bar set thing ever. Also, Do you what, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. They didn't because you're right. You just they poured him the whiskey, <laughs> and instead of having the shot of him drinking the whiskey and like get in that moment, he just smacks they, a cunt. They go and he has to go and smack a twat who's hitting on a whore, and he's I now a gentleman. I know how to fix the movie. Give Liam a puppy. You know, so he has something to care Fuck for, yes. and the audience That's likes what Dean him. Was saying, but it's like, <laughs> yes, a puppy. also with the he could be the included into the puppy. pedophile mm -hmm. scenes. You know, that yeah. kids love puppies. So <laughs> I don't know somewhere <laughs> there's a connection. We, we did watch that movie with Liam with the puppy. We no, that the, was John Wick. No, we we went to the movies together to watch Liam Neeson with right. a puppy and, and also at the mexican, mexican border yes, yes. <laughs> what was oh, that wait. the the old oldsman the lost man something oh, the like the rifleman or something yeah yeah, yeah the rifleman. marksman the marksman M marksman yeah, yeah that was yeah. it we yeah. actually went to the that cinema was better to watch than that, that it was way better because yeah. at least i was invested yeah so the puppy's been done he needs to be it needed to be a ferret then a ferret <laughs> he needed a ferret no no it's a ferret the, the thing is, it's like a, a weasel, like a... Ah, okay. Like no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about what Mexican kids have access to as pets. It's not very friendly. <laughs> or a donkey. <laughs> a rattlesnake, you know. <laughs> just it could have been a donkey. Just like in every scene, there's this donkey walking. <laughs> for, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. And then he rides on it while in the background the car explodes. <laughs> 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 Oh my He's god. Mexican <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, so he would have needed a puppy and also, yeah, get rid some of some of the um, like policemen or women. Yeah, and then many. also uh just make any of the characters likable and give him a goal. Especially that policeman, he has zero goal. I don't even mind likable. Give me someone to hate. Because in, in the end, the only person to really hate was the director, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fuck off, Martin. God. And also the other hitman that he wastes that gets blown up in the car. Well, there was you were starting to dislike him, but then he was dead. I oh. didn't even know who he was. He was an old friend of his who just kind of showed up again and tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the guy yeah. who and talked him out of retirement. Right, and the second guy he killed, the one that had to open the safe. 
uh, and then the next day they talk to the lady who um to to the, the wife the, the, the <laughs> widow and it just didn't lead anywhere like N nothing they could have cut away that scene <laughs> where they talk to her he's dead what's 100%. the point there was no uh, there, was, there was nothing no, in that scene that cuz they had a the couple movie. there was a symmetry of the 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 black guy who's the police chief type dude and then you had the the twat that got shot on the running machine they represent corporate status quo both of them so it's like you got the old guy versus the corporate status quo and those guys are always like well we need to maintain like business operations oh, this is, this movie is deeper than we all thought Jesus harry Christ. saw it depth it's like you know what <laughs> shut what? up about your depth harry you can analyze the corporate structure and relationships no. between those but then you're like monica bellucci that fat hoe with diabetes <laughs> no but look at the ageism of that as those two guys <laughs> ageism is a problem for you but fucking wait, 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 wait. masochism and and those two guys are both between 30 and 40 <laughs> they've got management positions and they're representing <laughs> An they represent you. That's and why then you relate. Then you go. What's his name again? I forgot his name. I've Guy Pierce. Memento. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce is the old cop who who's who's wanting to say fuck you to his boss. And then you got Liam Neeson who doesn't respect either. Can we just address that he looked slightly too disheveled, Guy Pierce? For for an FBI guy, like I know that they, they wanted it dirty. They wanted to present him as kind of like um, you know suffering from the loss of his wife. That no one clocked until the end of the movie, but it, it was it was drucky. It was a way. as if he is not heroin. Yes, and especially with that brown leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. went to an amusement park, and the guy that's supposed to play a cop in the stunt show looks exactly, <laughs> exactly like, like that. Him. It's so cliche <laughs> yeah. the way yeah, they know. dress him up. It's classic. It, it was more like not suffering from the loss of his wife, more like suffering from leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> the side of his face you, you sometimes. You ex expect things to fall off any second. Yeah, exactly. I love how undercover cops play undercover cops like they're they're kind of approach the gangs and they're like hey guys i'm a gangster just like <laughs> you <laughs> also I, I realized all those cars that liam drives in this movie are super old rental cars from the 90s where would you even get those because it's clearly not his with car di with dirt on them <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's budget problems because they probably just went yeah, to but the give junkyard like a, 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 it's the a hyundai product. or like a prius they or something the lowest price car at the junkyard covered in dust <laughs> okay <laughs> and just gave it to liam didn't he drive the same car twice the, the red one the, the beginning of that dirty yeah, yeah. car and that then he drove it again where the mexican shot him right and weren't they two geographically distant locations no it wasn't no, the it same was car one was silver the other one was dark uh, it was red, reddish. He wrote. He I thought I'd found a major the, the hole in the plot. Like he drove the Bronco <laughs> twice. No, uh, he didn't drive it. He just. Oh, yeah, he drove it he, and he then he it. fell asleep and at the gas station yes! to shoot a cop. Yeah. yeah, it happened. But you know, <laughs> that that scene in a weird way was kind of like just, again, Liam being Liam. It's just that might have happened during shooting. And they were like, Let, let's keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's really getting into this vulnerable old guy character. <laughs> Isn't he though? <laughs> the, the, the fake blood was already kind of drying up. <laughs> it's just like, let's kill cops. But the weird thing is, is the whole thing of his him having Alzheimer's or dementia had no impact on the plot whatsoever. No, there, like, there was the missing firing pin. Which, 
Okay, so let's address the fact that most of the plot points that are halfway interesting are stolen from other movies. Yeah. Because that, the, the firing pin is from Shooter. Um, blowing up the, the killer in the car, that's from... From every movie every ever. Movie ever. <laughs> For sure. There are a lot of tropes reused. Yeah. yeah. It's a money grab kind of thing. I bet you could just throw Liam Neeson's name into anything and it'll just make money. But how, how do you sit in a writer's room and you produce that type of diarrhea? Well, you don't get paid enough because all the budget is going to this old fuck. <laughs> I really don't like it, but by I the think, way. I think it's actually, it, to me, it seems like a lack of leadership because they had the budget. <laughs> lack of leadership, like, like middle management. You wanted more of that. No, someone, <laughs> someone lacked the focus because like, there were all these bits around. That it, like This could have been a movie no. and instead they fucked it. It was no. So, what was the last good Liam Neeson movie you guys saw? Never before. That that there was actually one. There was one. It was an interview on I think CNN where he's talking about <laughs> going out and trying to kill a black dude. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. Best fucking Liam the Neeson Ricky movie. Ricky talks about that in his special. <laughs> I I haven't seen his special uh, yet. Should. There's a lot of uh, a lot of anger and hate towards it apparently. Oh, from the I trans like, community. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't. But like, I did kind of. Okay, we went. This is another topic. Yeah, but I, I think it's a the dark hole that opens there. <laughs> Still better than a Liam Neeson movie. Uh, <laughs> d d Honestly, I can't. Apart a first taken, it might be the only. I recently watched that again. It's so good. Are you a you a big Liam Neeson fan, right? No, I forgive him for a lot of things because <laughs> I like him. Yeah. But I think his prime days are over. That's safe to say. He's but way I, past his prime. But I'm actually yeah. struggling to find a movie he starred in that I really I haven't like. Seen, apart from Taken. Um, didn't he do one where he's a cowboy um, with Sounds Seth familiar. MacFarland or something? Okay. I, I, yeah, it rings a bell. It rings a yeah. bell. I haven't seen, maybe that's hilarious. <laughs> the le the comedy I can remember him for is Schindler's List. That one's uh, <laughs> that was that one was great. Oh, no, that's the, a Ricky the, 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 the <laughs> Do you have uh, do you have sympathy for Liam because of daddy issues or or what's going no, on? No, I just think he. No, I like aging action stars. You know, like <laughs> yeah. also uh, Keanu Reeves is getting into this category at at no, the moment. He he's still die. he looks too young to be the Liam Neeson guy, but. And before that, we had Sylvester Stallone, and I, I like this, or Bruce Roger Willis. Moore as a as James Bond. He was so old, and I enjoy it when, when for example, in order to make the main actor look not as old, they have to cast even older stuntmen that yes. can beat up because yes. otherwise, everyone's like, how is how is that possible that a sixty year old is beating up <laughs> those twenty five year olds? I'm watching. This, I've been watching a series Bosch on Amazon Prime. I love it, but this is it's about an old detective who's who's chunky, and they they keep having these men who have been in special forces. They keep doing flashbacks like twenty, thirty years before, mm -hmm. and with him, where he's just, got his ranger tattoo, they just have him who's looking really old, and they paint a black beard on him, and that's all they do for the flashbacks. It's fantastic. <laughs> in um in the gay scene, Frank, is there a slang for going? after older men who are like maybe oh. closeted i know I where this know. is going maybe <laughs> can you but i can tell you all the ethnical black guy goes for asian asian goes for uh, white guy all no, of I'm, those. I'm just trying to you, find you'll out know those right how much you like liam ah no 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 not in a sexual no? way okay. no okay 
Okay. Although yes, the I voice, I must admit, have you ever seen? <laughs> uh, there's a clip on YouTube where he speaks the, <laughs> the lyrics voice. of Justin Bieber's. Um, what is that uh, song? Where not baby, the other one that um, where he's like, uh, we're sitting at the fireplace. Blah blah blah. Does he have a song? Oh, he he reads it in an. He reads it, but in the Taken voice. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. I oh th I love that bit from Life's Too Short. The clip where he goes, "I have full blown full blown AIDS from African <laughs> prostitutes." <laughs> honestly, I think that's the greatest thing he ever did. Like, <laughs> that's so f it cracks me up every time I see that. What about the movie where you see him naked at uh, at the river with Jodie Foster? What is that one called? <laughs> naked with Jody, I don't. <laughs> what, what's the one where he he's got he's got a uh he plays like some irish sword fighter and he's got a big broadsword uh, that was a highlander no he's up against it's, it's like highlander but not quite and, and he's up <laughs> against like a, a guy with a fencing sword so he's got this big broadsword he's a big strong guy but there's this nimble dude who's just stabbing him the whole time yeah i don't know i, I look up liam's the, 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 the that actually so sounds like just the sense of ireland versus england yeah it, it's very much <laughs> very <laughs> metaphorical <laughs> oh man ah oh, good old liam but uh, i think all these um big old movie stars or action stars are kind of disappearing now like we both uh frank you and i we both shed a little tear when bruce willis um his illness got announced and yes. it suddenly became crystal clear why he didn't have lines anymore look at how busy liam is he has one two three four five six movies in the pipeline what is he doing it so why is he doing all this I don't know, does he have ex-wives <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or is this a he's a hollywood guy so Hollywood. Like, yeah, is sure. he has he developed a new type of male crisis that happens at 70 or you, you want to produce and produce and produce well same <laughs> same thing about uh what's the black guy called um idris no, the really old one that's in every movie. Sydney Denzel Washington. No, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan he just doesn't Freeman. quit. He's 86. Yeah, but Morgan admits to just money. Really? Why yeah, does he they, need all that I money? I remember an interviewer going, why do you do this? He goes, uh -huh. money. <laughs> well, you don't even need... You, can't, you don't have time left to spend it. never enough money. It. Yeah. You give it to your kids, your grandkids. All right, fair enough. He's a, he's a beautiful... Aging, famous actor. He's probably got a bunch of grandkids. Um, I, I love the fact that we learned nothing out of this movie, but I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it with um, how much it garbage it was filled. It doesn't even have fun facts on IMDb. Usually, there's like <laughs> trivia. Wait, not Liam with this movie. And fun in the same sentence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, closing, I have to, uh, closing one sentence. We'll do a quick round and then plugs. Okay, cool. Dean, in one sentence, what is, what's your feeling on or one word even? What's feeling of the movie memory the movie memory um forgettable okay <laughs> nice good, good i'm going with thin diarrhea i'm going with fat monica bellucci that is the selling point of the movie it is not i you just watch it to see fat monica it's i'm gonna go and jack off trailer <laughs> unlikable characters unlikable nice characters nice. fifth gunplay liam neeson has made in a row what it says here as a fun fact i would i would have said that it's not alec baldwin who shoots someone on set it was liam <laughs> <laughs> that's a no, he forgot the firing pin um, <laughs> he, yeah he takes a baseball bat he's like i i saw a girl <laughs> get molested so i went out on the street and <sighs> beat a girl Any blocks? Blocks? 
plugs, yeah, 10th of July, uh, the Comedy Clinic has come back. We did a show uh, just over a week ago. It was a lot of fun, and uh, that's why we're doing it again. Have People I got a spot it. there? Yeah, if you, you should. want a spot, nice. you should. I signed up for it. Frank, you should you, as well. You, it's what? a lot of fun. Yeah. You signed up for it. On the group. When did? Yeah, let's do admin okay. after. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I'll say I'll be there. Frank, what do you plug? I don't have plugs. The hair is real. Thank you. Oh. 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 Uh, nice. No, <laughs> nothing. All Bad joke of the day. Uh, nothing. My, my solo is uh, happening after summer break, starting in September. Cool. And before there. Just some mixed shows, but nothing. Everything in Swiss German. Where can we find you on Instagram and stuff on, like that? On, oh, that's a good question. Thank you very much for asking. Instagram is Frank underline M underline Richter. Or the website is uh, frankrichter.ch. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. nice. Uh, 29th of September at Folk's House. Um, we're going to have the English stand-up comedy gala um, with Javi Castells, um, fuck, now John, I, 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 John O'Duffy, Sniolo Gludwig Stotti, and, the guy and from Peter Flanagan um, wow. are uh, headlining. Um, all of them are headlining individually and Benjamin Delahaye and I will just pretend <laughs> that we are also cool. Um, so yeah, come to that. Uh, we have a fuck ton of tickets to sell. Come on. Please, please buy tickets. <laughs> cool. Clap That's again. It. Or how Thank does it end? Does it have a jingle? Thank you, Frank, for coming on this podcast. It's been yeah, fun. Yeah, it was lovely. Thanks. You're beautiful. Uh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.